Hey, Vitamin Lead, welcome back to, you know what, say it with me, Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, TJ Reed. Man, if you're loving this, would you subscribe and would you share with one other person? Text them the link on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and uh, help them to become a part of this Vitamin Lead community. So excited this week to uh, have added to the Vitamin Lead community uh, my new friend, Brendan Phillips, over in Ireland. He and his friend uh, just just launched their new podcast called What About Everything? And uh, I was just chuckling at their first episode uh, where they were talking about some of their favorite pilot episodes of television shows, including Arrested Development and things like that. So... Uh, if you get a second, give a shout out to my friend Brendan Phillips over in Ireland. And uh, man, welcome back. We are so glad that you're here. I hope that you are enjoying uh, as we're coming up here on this Easter weekend that things are going well in your world. Today, I want to I want to talk about powerful apologies. Powerful apologies. I don't know about you, but some of the deepest hurts of my life have been the ones I just wish the person would have come back to say, I'm sorry. You with me there? <laughs> Even if they just came and played the Justin Bieber song, is it too late now to say sorry? We won't sing any more of the, the next verses because uh, you probably don't want to hear me sing, but uh, the next parts of the verses just isn't really relevant either. But <laughs> it, it's kind of cool, right? Seeing uh, some of what Justin Bieber's trying to do now, uh, creeper mustache and all, he's, he's trying to take those next steps towards uh, saying sorry in his life and kind of what he's done and where he's been up till now. But man, I... It, is that you like that some of the deepest hearts in your life came from the person you wish just would have come back to say sorry you see the fact is is that sometimes you just don't get sorry from someone but you can give sorry to someone sometimes you just don't get sorry from someone but you can give sorry to someone have you ever been at one of those water parks where they have those like four buckets that sit over top of this kind of like little pad that all the kids stand under and just wait to see which of the buckets is going to fill up and dump the water out on everybody. I'll tell you what, this is one of the most fun things for me to do with my daughter right now. Uh, that We'll just kind of go out there, we'll sit under the, the buckets and I'll try to guess which one is going to be it. And... Well, just wait in anticipation. You just see all the kids under there. They're just kind of dancing on the top of their tiptoes. <laughs> They're getting excited and waiting for the water buckets to, to fill over because we're just trying to guess which one's going to tip over. But the fact is, is I think so often when it comes to apologies, we're waiting for other people to fill one of those buckets with their sorries to us. But the problem is, is that we don't fill our own bucket to give sorries to other people, that we kind of pass on that legacy of not saying sorry. We pass on that legacy of not apologizing for our things. But the fact is, is like we have control over filling our bucket with humility. 
with our need for grace from others. I don't know about you, but um, I, I recognize this quite often when I fight with my wife. Is uh, as much as I don't want to say sorry and apologize and make things better, I recognize that probably two days from now, I'm going to need grace. She's going to need grace. We're going to need grace from each other, and so I've got to fill it. And so, I, I I'm, I'm trying to find ways to fill my bucket with humility and need for grace. And uh, even I, w- I was thinking about that movie we bought a zoo. How they talk about. 20 seconds of insane courage and embarrassing bravery to be able to do these things. The fact is, is so many of us are living deprived from the apologies that people didn't give to us, that we're depriving it from other people that deserve it from us. Right? I I was thinking about this story recently that a few years ago, uh, when I was starting out in a new management position in our organization. (sighs) The fact is, is I was just really short-tempered at times as I was learning this thing. And I felt really out of my element a lot of times as a leader. And this one day specifically, I was just short-tempered and I said something sarcastic and just kind of harsh towards one of the team members there. And I could tell it, it just affected this person what I said. And so I did what any good leader did and I ran away and I hid from the team for the rest of the day. Yes. Enjoy your laughing on the other end of this podcast. But the fact is, is as I went home, I I couldn't shake that feeling of what I had done. I couldn't shake the look that was like emblazoned in, in my mind of what I did to this person, just kind of embarrassing them in the way that I responded. And so I, I made the choice the next day uh, to return and apologize to this person. And I'll tell you what, as I approached this person, sitting there amongst that same team that I had just uh, embarrassed them in front of the day before, I knelt down next to this person's chair next to their desk. I was warm from head to toe. My heart was pounding out of my chest. And I looked this person in the face and I said, I want to tell you that I'm really sorry for the way that I acted yesterday. Uh, You don't deserve to be talked to like that. And I want to be better. And I've made the choice last night that I'm going to be better. And here's a couple of things I'm going to do to, to be better about that. And the person graciously accepted, but didn't make a big skeptical of it because, uh, I just didn't think that they wanted to be embarrassed in front of all those same people again, dealing with this. But you know what? A couple years later, when this person decided that they were going to leave our organization and go do something different, uh, on their last week, they came up to me and they said, I just want you to know that I had never had that from a boss before, and I haven't had it since. But what you did that day made a huge difference when you apologized to me for the things that you had done. And it was then I just said, oh, crap, that is that's awesome. That's in man, like talk about a payoff. We don't always get those payoffs, do we? When we give these powerful apologies that just kind of come from deep in our heart with that embarrassing bravery that we take. But man, that was a payoff for me to just go, I've got to own it when I screw up. I've got to own it with my team. I've got to own it with my wife. I've got to own it with my kids. I got to own it with my friends. 
that the more that I can do this and just fill my bucket with humility, that it like that as that bucket dumps over and they and they see my humility, my bravery, my whatever it is that's coming out, being vulnerable in those moments, that that would be refreshing to people because it's not something that we quite often see in our culture. Powerful apologies. So maybe you're asking me, hey, TJ, how do I give a meaningful apology? I'm glad you asked. There's a great article uh, from uh, Psychology Today, uh, July 2002. This article is called The Power of Apology. Just gives three really simple steps that I think are so useful to us as we're considering how we give powerful apologies. It's three R's. And so the first thing that you say is you, is you express regret. I feel bad for having caused this hurt. It's not that you're just glazing it over and just going, ah, you just get hurt. You know, I feel bad for causing this hurt to you. The second thing you do is you take responsibility. Own what you did. Regret responsibility. I'm owning what I did. I, I did this to you. and I'm sorry. And then lastly, the third R is remedy. Here's how I want to make it right. This is what you're going to do differently so you don't keep repeating this behavior. That's a key one there, right? Is the the remedy that you don't just say, I'm sorry, I need you to forgive me. I own my actions, but that you go, okay, here's some of the steps I'm taking to be able to remedy this situation. Here's how I think it's going to be different going forward. So regret, responsibility, remedy, really simple (laughs) three R's really difficult to implement in the moment when you're actually having to give an apology. Are you with me on that? Uh, So, but let me encourage you. Apologies are powerful because they're seen so little. So many of us have been deprived of them, but we don't have to deprive others of them. So one of the most powerful things we can do is apologize. And so let me encourage you, whoever that is that you got to apologize to, do it. As a leader, as an influencer, you have power. And one of the most powerful ways to change a relationship, to change a family, to change a culture, to change an organization, to change any dynamic is through apology. My prayer for you is that you have that 20 seconds of courage at 20 seconds of embarrassing bravery and that you will take this to heart and make that step to make that powerful apology this week. Commit to do that before you sign off this podcast. And then if you do it, would you just send us an email at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com? We would love to hear that or message us on our Facebook page, Vitamin Lead Team. We would love to hear from you powerful apologies. The more that we as leaders, as influencers in our families, in our businesses, uh, in our friendships, get used to doing this, the more tight-knit our relationships will become, the more respected we will, we will be amongst our, our people, and things will begin to change. You've been listening to Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership And I hope that you make some powerful apologies this week. I look forward to talking to you soon. Have a great day.